Hey everyone, welcome back to Code Toast. I'm Jen Armstrong. Code Toast makes one year next week, January, and must say thank you first of all for everyone that's tuned in and streamed my podcast. I hope that it brought some type of benefit to your life. Um, I hope that it brought some type of reflection to your own life. And I hope that it taught you how to just live authentically in whatever role you have, whether you're a woman or a man, a mother or a father, an entrepreneur, or someone that goes to a nine to five every day, and someone that has children or doesn't have children. I think my purpose of the podcast this year was really to introduce myself, use my life as a way to share and provide some type of insight for all of you into who you are as, as a person and how to you know live your truth and how to not be ashamed of your struggles and how to reflect and learn. So thank you for tuning in this year and I just want to conclude 2021 through this next podcast. The subject matter is growth setting versus goal setting. This is going to be applicable to many areas in my life as I reflect on the year that's passed. And I just hope that you can listen with an open mind and open heart and do your own reflection of the year that was 2021. So let's talk about it, shall we? As 2021 comes to an end, I think it's important for us to reflect on the year and all of the growth and change that has happened. Usually end of the year reflections, um, I see it as an opportunity to really acknowledge the challenges and to celebrate my growth and then to honor the connections that I've made in the past year. So this podcast today really is just to encourage all of you to take today and tomorrow before we ring in the new year to be able to um, do these four things, these four exercises, and then going into how to set yourself up for success in the new year to come in every aspect and every role that you have in your life. So I'm going to start, first of all, by saying really the first step in this reflection is to simply reflect on, on the year, you know, um, did you come across different challenges, twists and turns and tough moments? Um, I think it's important to just really think about every month of the year and, um, highlight, you know, the successes and even failures of that month. Um, jot it down, you know, what is a success of that month? What was a failure in that month? What was a way that you overcame a challenge during that month? And I think that just on the microscopic level, do that. And then in the macro level, then look at the whole year and just, you know, journal, journal to yourself, write it down, you know, um, really decompress this year and really note the uh, highlights and the lowlights and um, just map it out. So reflect. I think another 
step in, you know, looking at the year that's passed is to look at how you've overcome, you know, what's um, the challenges that you're faced and how did you overcome them? You know, I I think some of these challenges may be difficult to revisit, but it's also a opportunity to, uh, to remind yourself of all the ways in which your strength and and your resiliency helped you overcome them. You know, for me, I think personally, uh, a challenge that we overcame together as a family um, was the passing of my mother-in-law. And that was very challenging on our family, on my husband, on his family. And, um, you know, that all happened during a very dynamic time in our family as well. We were selling our home and moving to a new home. And and that was a very, very um, notable challenge in my year that um, we've overcome together. And I had to overcome, you know, my first bout of sort of anxiety and um, stress uh, during that time. So, you know, no matter what was thrown at you this year, I think it's um, in your best interest in this reflection to really just um, think about the challenge, how you've overcome it, and and be proud of yourself for overcoming it. But also think about what new strategies and techniques you learned because of these challenges and, um, you know, pat yourself on the back. I think it's important to uh, look for the good that came out of any challenge that you've experienced this year. Look for the positives. And then be- when you do that, I think you'll start to find more of them in your life. The third step in this quick reflection of 2021 is focusing on the growth. Uh, growth for me has been a important word um, for this year for me, and then also one that I'm going to use next year as well. But take the time to think about the challenges, right, and how you've overcome it, and then focus on, did you learn something new, right? Did you learn um, anything new that helped you come out of that? And I think learning something new equates to growth. You know, um, growth can be measured through relationships that you're form forming. Growth can be measured through um, a change in mindset, you know, really learning something new in mindset or an, an activity perhaps, but it's just underlying, underlining, I should say, um, how you were a learner in that situation. What ha- helped you grow and did it work well for you? Did it work to your advantage? So um, I think growth is always a fun part of the reflection process because it's allowing you to really dive deep into anything that you've learned that's new and out of your comfort zone. And to me, that's always a good thing. The last step in the reflection process is always to look at the ways that you've connected, whether it's to other people, whether it's connected to nature, um, and even how you've connected to yourself. You know, if anything this year has taught us, it's, it's that connections are important 
you know, we've, this pandemic has definitely, you know, kind of isolated a lot of people, a lot of families, a lot of situations. And I think relationships are everything. So take this time in your reflection process to think about how this year has helped you connect deeper with your family members, your spouses, your friends, your colleagues, your children. But get this, guys. Also, how has this year helped you connect deeper to yourself? How did the relationships around you grow this year? But also, how did the relationship with yourself grow? You know, think about how you've worked with others to solve problems, to work collaboratively, um, or if you didn't. I think the most important thing is to reflect during these steps on whether they happened or not. And if they did, great. If they didn't, you know, that's an opportunity, right? That's an opportunity to make it happen next year. So I think, you know, the moral of this stage is to just think about how you've reflected with others, what those relationships mean to you, how these relationships helped you through the year. And then again, more innately, what's your connection with yourself after the year? How has that relationship with yourself grown? How has it mattered? So connection definitely is a great stage in this process. So you've reflected, right? You've kind of done a um, holistic bird's eye view of your year. You've um, asked those intentional questions to yourself. But here are some, I guess, reflection questions that I like to call them. Things that I sort of just ask myself and and try to find a definitive answer to. Four questions that I, I want you folks to be able to understand, recognize, and share with your own selves and be honest. So the first question is, what worked? What worked for you this year? Um, I can ask answer that really blatantly right now. What worked for me this year was communication. Communication um, with my husband worked wonders. I mean, we've always had a great uh, communicative relationship, but this year we our communication was just, I think, pretty exceptional because we know that if we want to get what we want out of each other and out of our situations and out of our life, we need to ask questions. We need to answer thoughtfully. We need to communicate. So what worked for me this year was communication. I also was um, better at communicating, you know, with clients, with professional colleagues. And um, I was also better at communicating to myself. You know, I don't know if a lot of you talk to yourself. I mean, I do sort of subconsciously, but whatever, how you talk to yourself, however you communicate with yourself, that personal communication with yourself is important. So that was what worked for me this year. What could be better? That's the next question. What could be better? Um, What could be better this year for me? And, you know, if I'm pretty honest, I think... um, 
I think I could have been better at utilizing my time. And that's always been sort of a struggle for me is using, utilizing my time in, in a way that's fulfilling, productive, and um, trying not to be procrastinative and, you know, and not always having to multitask. You know, what I could have been better at just focusing on single tasks and not trying to do everything at once. That's always been a work in progress for me. And that's something that could have been better for me this year. Um, it doesn't mean that I failed at anything. It just means that I have a lot more work to do in that area, right? Just because you don't think something, it, just because you think something could have gone better doesn't mean that you failed at it. It doesn't mean that it was a complete, something that can't be improved upon because it can. It's just how to make something better takes work, takes growth, and it's a process. So that's what could have been better for me this year. Um, what are you grateful for? What are you grateful for, guys? I love that word, grateful. I live that word, gratitude. I think um, I've talked about it on this podcast. You know, I think having a strong foundation of gratitude will always set you up to have a strong mindset and to better focus on what really matters to you. Having a strong foundation of gratitude. There are tons of things to be grateful for, especially amidst a pandemic. Tons of things. I've had friends that have been laid off. I've had friends with relationships that have been broken. I've had, you know, I've known people that have lost loved ones. I've known people whose health have declined. Um, so again, it, it's important to find ways at the end of every day, at the end of every week, at the end of every month, at the end of every year, find ways to reflect on how grateful you are for what you have. Um, what are you grateful for in 2021? Finally, I want to say, what did you do this last year that will benefit you 50 years from now? You know, I, 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 I this is going to be a great segue into my growth setting versus goal setting. However, um, I want us to reflect on what did we do in 2021 that will benefit you 50 years from now? I know it's hard. 50 years is a long time away, but I think the main uh, goal here is to what is going to benefit you for your future self, really? Don't focus on the 50 years. Focus on what did you do this last year that's going to benefit you in the future, uh, that's going to benefit your future self, okay? Uh, did you work on getting in shape? Did you work on investing in your marriage? Did you work on focusing on your faith? You know, um, I think this is a good activity, because it said it's saying that you should be setting future goals. Okay? Thinking through the things you are doing now that are going to set you up for long-term success. I agree with that to some extent, but this is the segue. I've always been a goal setter. I've have goals. I always want to check them off. I have another goal 
and another goal and another goal. Goals are fine to set. But what mattered to me, especially in the last couple of years, was if I don't accomplish a goal, if I can't check a goal off, does that mean that I've failed? Not necessarily, because guess what? The process of achieving a goal is helping me grow, regardless if that goal is reached or not. I've grown, and guess what? That is more important to me than the actual goal itself. So here's where growth setting versus goal setting comes into play. Okay? It's like having a growth mindset. You guys have heard of having a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. Well, this is my way of saying, yes, that's exactly it. Have a growth mindset. But setting up goals and just checking them off is not necessarily a fulfilling way to live. I've been there. I'm doing, I've done that. I think what's changed for me is how can I measure how I've grown as an individual, how I've grown as a spouse, how I've grown as a mother, how I've grown as a businesswoman, how I've grown as a daughter, how I've grown as a friend, how I've grown as a human being on this earth. I think if I can measure the everyday things that are making me a better person versus achieving an actual goal, then my life would feel more fulfilling. Then I won't be as disappointed sometimes. Then I won't feel like I'm a failure. Growth setting is centered around believing that you can improve many areas of your life. When you have a growth goal, you believe that you can make significant changes Um, even in areas where you're not naturally gifted. So that's why I'm saying like, you know, goal, when we set goals, we're usually setting goals in areas that we have a talent in, a skill in, control in, money in, whatever. But I'm talking about growth setting is becoming the person you would like to be. So rather than making a goal of, hey, I want to make a million dollars next year in my business, okay? I think, great, that's, you know, a hefty goal to have. Doable, I'm sure, for some people. However, what are you going to be doing to accomplish that goal? Are you going to, you know, I don't know, partner with other companies or other individuals or colleagues who you don't necessarily agree with in terms of ethics? Would you, you know, kind of sacrifice family time, family life in order to just work 20 hours a day? Would you, um, you know, just put your head in the sand and just make it happen and 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 then watch everything else around you catch on fire and fall away. The, you know, that's probably the kind of sacrifice it takes to be able to make a million dollars in a year um, when when working a job or work, working a business. But I'm talking about positive long-term change in life. 
you know. So losing five pounds sometimes is a, a, a traditional goal, right? But that's not necessarily centered around having a growth mindset. Now, if you worked out consistently for the next year, I think that's centered around the belief that you're changing habits, you're changing lifestyle, you're you're implementing really healthy habits, you know? So you're working out every day or working out as much as you can every day, not to lose five pounds, but to change your life. That's what growth setting is. Um, I think that, you know, when people are goal-oriented, which I am, I'm not going to say I'm not, um, and I think we tend to think about that there's things that are out of our control, that some things are just fixed, right? And some people are who they are. I think we become afraid of failure and we feel defined by past failures. I think we tend to focus on, you know, economic or we tend to forecast um, things around us. And then sometimes we blame others or make excuses. But when you have a growth mindset and when you're growth setting, you believe you can change. You believe others can change. You believe that you can shape habits. You can. You believe in working to improve. You're f- focusing on things that you can control. And you're not terrified by failure. And you think about the long-term benefits, right? Instead of the quick turnaround benefits. And, and in, I think ultimately when you are growth setting, you love to learn. You love to learn. And, you know, I think um, that really is how I want you folks to look at the next year. And that's how I'm going to be looking at it, honestly, is how is every situation teaching me, elevating me, making myself grow? Because when you're growing as an individual and you're opening your mind and you're opening your heart, everything around you starts to grow. Everything around you starts to be fruitful. Um, and, you know, I've really begun trying to practice that more. It, it's not something that um, can be done overnight. It definitely is a process. Everything's a process. And that's part of growth setting is understanding that it's a process. It's not an A to B all the time, right? So growth setting is centered around actions rather than outcomes. Now, with that all being said, you guys, I'm keeping this one short and sweet because, hey, it's the end of the year and there's lots more reflecting to do, lots more purging to do mentally, physically, um, in the home. And I think that my wish for everyone is that you go into the new year happy, healthy, and safe. And that you want to make this year your year. And whatever you're bringing into 2022 from 2021, obviously we're still bringing COVID into the next year apparently, but despite what's happening in our social environment, your own home is your Mecca. 
Your body is your temple. Your family is your community. These are the things that you can work on that's in your control, that's within your reach. Make those things better. Make those relationships better. Bring in the energy that you want for yourself in the new year. Bring in the people that you want in the new year who are going to elevate you, who are going to challenge you for the better, who are going to be a safe space for you, who are going to love you, honor you the way you would to them. You know, I have a lot to learn still as a mom entrepreneur, 42-year-old, 21st century, working mom, wife, all of the above. That's what Cold Toast was painting the picture of. I am not perfect. You are not perfect. But what can be perfect is the creation of your happiness. That can be perfect. With that, everyone, I so appreciate each and every one of you for listening to Cold Toast next year, next week, hopefully. I'm going to kick 2022 off with a guest podcast that I've been saving about mental health and motherhood. So I'm hoping, hoping you would return and listen to that when it's streaming. With all that being said, you guys, just good for you getting through 2021 and great for you going into 2022 with everything new that you can hold in your hand and in your heart. But until then, take care of yourselves and each other. Thanks for listening.